0: Two friends and two friends
1: Welcome, 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 out. one, welcome all. I can't talk. Why not? I gotta tell you.
2: Well, it's a podcast. It's the only thing we do. It's the only thing
1: I have to do is talk, and I can't talk. I'm like bl bl bl.
2: Look, <laughs> listen, we have yeah. a problem. What's that? I've been hounded by multiple people to have a guest spot on two friends and a movie. With Matt and Sixto. It's called Two Friends in a Movie with Matt and Sixto. And I've been denying them left and right. I was just putting that out there, letting you know. Demand is high for (laughs) guest stars on the podcast.
1: Is the demand from one person? (laughs)
2: One person? (laughs) But he acts multiple times
1: Who is this person?
2: Andy Sabas.
1: Andy wants to be on the podcast. He
2: wants to not only does he want, he desperately like it's the only thing he can
1: think about. But listen, this is episode 70. 70 for episode 100, I said we bring in Andy. I said we we bring in, in Miss Beeman and I say we have a
0: party.
2: No, no. We bring in Andy and Beeman but they can only talk about how great we are on the podcast. <laughs> Not about the subject matter. No, they're reviewing our podcast 1 to 99, <laughs> and they can only say positive things.
1: Oh, shit. Um, I, I mean, I'm with that. I think that's
2: that's the best compromise I think we can come up with.
1: For, for for all of you that are only listening, I have to explain that Maddie and I are still not in person. Um, regardless of what everybody thinks that COVID is over, it's not. It's not. And we are talking through through uh, basically Zoom still. And the background this boy has in his house is lunacy. Bump it's a party, quote unquote, dump, 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 with little cartoons. Dump, 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 dump. And I can't get over the sausage, purple sausage looking guy. He's like Yo, a purple he, sausage with eyes I don't know,
0: and, he's a, and a down. mouth he's
1: and arms down. and legs and underwear. And I don't understand why his underwear is out. And does that mean the other three are completely naked?
2: That one's got a bow tie.
1: Uh, well, I mean, he's naked with
2: a bow tie. And he's holding that cake. And that cake looks delicious. <laughs> It's, this is ridiculous. In any case... I mean, you should have been there a couple hours ago. Everyone was totally closed then. <laughs> the party's gotten a little out of
1: hand. I guess so. In any case, we're not here to talk about Matt's imaginary party in the background of his computer. Hey, we're to hey, talk about oh, oh. a movie because Matt and I, that's what we do in Two Friends in a Movie. We talk about movies that we love. Or don't.
0: Do.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Today... I think uh-huh. we mix it up a bit. Oh. Instead of talking about the movie and then rating the movie, I think we give our ratings right off the top.
1: Oh, shit. And explain why and then <laughs> plea our and case? Then,
2: and then <laughs> plead their case. Exactly.
1: I mean, are we doing like the the Lincoln lawyer? No. Why are we doing this like a <laughs> But
2: I can't see why. We got to s- mix it up, right? Got to mix it up and I don't know how you feel cuz we never discuss our feelings on whatever movie we watch until the podcast. It's not That's like 6 told talked about it then he I his opinion is mine. No, we keep it fresh and clean so you get The most genuine responses out of us.
1: The purest of all responses when we record.
2: Alright, I mean, I'm with it. The movie this week is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes. And, since I called it out, I will give my rating first. Go ahead. Our rating is from zero toes to six toes. That's correct. six, Six toes being the best... Yes, zero toes. Six toes
1: is the best.
2: Being the worst, right? I give it six toes. Wow, I
1: am shocked.
2: That's why I figured we give the rating off the top because <laughs> once we talk about it, you're gonna know our rating.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, not to, not to uh, uh, surprise everybody else. But my rating for everything, everywhere, all at once, is six toes.
0: Whoa! <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a great fucking movie! It is one of the best movies I've seen in a very long time.
1: Yes, sir. And let's let's the first thing. My first reaction after watching the movie was. I can't believe somebody okayed this movie. Not because it's good or bad, just because it doesn't fall into the mill of movies that have been coming out for the last 20 years. You know what I mean? Like, I got gotcha. you. Like, nothing has been this big as far as people saying how positive they feel about it. Nothing has been this... I mean, Top Gun is a lot bigger making money, mm-hmm. but for what this movie is, it's a fucking hit, right?
2: It's amazing. Um I watched it knowing we were going to do this podcast. Like, not not every time we watch a movie do we know we're going to podcast it. Sometimes right, we right, just watch right. a movie and we go, oh, we both saw this. Let's podcast it. But this one we went in knowing we were going to do the podcast. So I look at it in different eyes. I'm like, I got to critique this. So I'm going to watch out for things that are fucked up or don't make any sense or whatever it is. And I couldn't find one.
1: You can't. So uh- – Let's break down the movie for the people listening at home. First Uh, of
2: all, there's going to be spoilers. Yeah,
1: this is going to be...
2: This is a really good movie, so I really encourage you, if you haven't seen it, to stop the podcast, watch the movie, and come back.
1: Also, it is very true that if you say anything about this movie, you will ruin something about what makes the movie special. Anything you say, like anything you explain about it, any aspect you mention, where it's like, "Oh, blah 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 blah," this happened, or this is how the movie works, you ruin the experience for anybody watching it. Sure, I think you have to go in completely blind and trust us. It's fucking amazing.
2: Yeah, you won't, you won't be disappointed. I guarantee. Right, right. You won't be disappointed.
1: So, uh, l- let's break it down now that you've break been it warned. Down we've been warned we're going to spoil the shit out of this. But, the movie, essentially, is about a woman of, 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 from China
0: mm-hmm.
1: that lives in the United States. She owns a, a, a dry cleaners with her husband.
0: Mm-hmm. And a whole
1: laundromat. A, a laundromat, sorry. And, you know, has a, has the, a daughter that they're having a bit of trouble communicating the daughter is a lesbian has a girlfriend
2: and, and she's a classic teenage daughter you know rebelling against the mother doesn't want right. to be the traditional person wants to be her own person
1: blah, right, blah 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 right and uh the father of the woman is also in the house visiting uh oh, yeah. and and he is a bit of of a handful
2: because he's an old man you know And And he's like ultra traditional. Like the mom is like semi-traditional and the the grandfather's like ultra, ultra traditional. Ultra. And the dad is kind
1: of like a doofus that you look at him like I didn't feel bad. I never felt bad for the dad until like the movie progressed because I felt like this guy is fucking cool. He cares. He does things for his wife, blah, 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 blah. And then turns out he wants his brother has thrown up a divorce for him and her. For, you know, the husband and the wife because I think he – the brother of the husband feels like they don't work together. Mm -hmm. Um, This woman is obviously very depressed. She's obviously – like the weight of the world is on her shoulders and the business is not doing very well.
2: And she's a very alpha female. Like she wants to be in control of everything. Like she's making – like in the beginning of the movie, she's making dinner. She's going over the receipts. She's running down to the laundromat to help customers. Like she needs to – control every aspect of life
1: right and um and in the in the midst of all of this there is this situation with everyone that she's dealing with then the movie this is how the movie starts it's very turn of the mill like i'm dealing with life blah 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 and you see behind her in the because they have screens showing the whole business
2: like, like security cameras
1: right how the husband's like jumping around doing crazy shit and it's very awkward. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And the wife is played by Michelle Yao, by the way, who is incredible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the husband is played by Short Round from Indiana Jones. From, really? Uh, that is him? Yeah. Or Data from The Goonies. Same, yeah. Same kid. <laughs> same kid who is now like a fucking 50-year-old man.
2: <laughs> but he looked the same.
1: <laughs> and... Uh, uh, you know, the kid, I don't know who plays the daughter, but she was incredibly good. She was and, great. And um the father is also played by this uh, a very renowned Chinese actor. I can't I can't recall where I know him from, but he's been in a ton of things. I know he's, he's been Seinfeld. in Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um and um then you have uh I, I almost said it is Segoni Weaver. No, not Sigourney Weaver. It's... uh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, thank you. Playing the lady that works for the bank that's giving them all the shit about the loan and the money, how they have to come back and and really put up for why their fucking business (laughs) is kind of failing. Mm -hmm. In the middle of all of this transpiring, the husband transforms somehow and tells her that there is... An evil force coming to get everybody and destroy this world. And that if she wants to stop it, when she gets out of the elevator, instead of turning left with the rest of her family, she has to turn right and go into the go into the closet.
2: And then uh, he'll give her
1: the generous class and then he'll give her more information. And it is nuts. Everything that's happening is nuts. You see, like this guy transform, and he's like kind of subtle. But at a certain point, he gives her instructions, and instead of doing it in the closet, she follows the instructions while uh, she's being talked to by the by the tax lady, and disappears into a different universe altogether. And this is the plot of this movie: is about people transforming from one universe to the next, jumping into themselves from universe to universe to try to stop this evil
2: force. So yeah. up to this point, this movie seems like a Marvel movie, right? A little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's when I went into it, that's what I was thinking, that there was going to be like this superhero kind of Right, uh, because nonsense. the thing is that
1: like, the husband is like, you are the only one that can stop her, but uh, can stop it. But she doesn't know what it is and why she's the only one that can stop. And this woman is like, are you fucking nuts? I just... I own a fucking laundromat. I don't know yeah. anything about any of this shit. And
2: she's failing. Like, her daughter won't talk to her. Her right. marriage is falling apart. Her right. father's mad at her. So she has... She can't complete anything. So she's in complete disbelief. She's like, I can't save the world. Like, I can't even run my house. Right. How do you want me to save the world?
1: Right. And... The whole thing is that the force that is coming to destroy everything turns out to be her daughter. In some other dimension, she did experiments on her trying to absorb as much knowledge because uh, Michelle Yeoh's character in another dimension is a scientist. And the scientist discovered that you can absorb information from your other self, from other universes, And force it into the one person that she knew could take the most of it, which happened to be her daughter. And her daughter is jumping around from universe to universe, just killing everybody.
2: And let me tell you, we are not doing this plot justice. at all. This movie is extremely visual.
1: Absolutely.
2: Like the editing and the photography and the lighting and the costumes... It's all amazing. Like, if this doesn't win Oscars across the board for all that stuff, like, fuck you. Because (laughs) it's the way they so seamlessly jump from character to character. Because it's the same person. First, he's the the dad in our universe. Then he's the dad in what they call the alpha universe. Um, Right. And he's not the only daughter. How they near, like, I'm jumping ahead, but she's literally jumping from universe to universe in, like, moments. And you see, like, as she's charging to you, how she changes outfits and becomes different people along the way. Uh, it's beautifully done. It's, it's
1: gorgeous. It's and, beautiful. you know, I mean, what I find most interesting about this movie, and the part that really kicked me the hardest, was that this film... To this point, I'm watching a fucking multi-universe movie and I'm fine with that. And it looks like charming. It doesn't look like it's obviously it doesn't have the budget of a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So it looks more charming than it does. Right. Like, yeah, I, I, like it was well shot. Like you said, it's it incredibly well edited. It's, it's incredibly where like the effects, like they put every ounce of effect that they put in this has a point, and it has a purpose. Yeah. Like, it's not pointless effect, obviously, because I suppose they didn't have the money to do it any other way. Like, if we're going to do this, do it right, do it once, we're done. And, you know, in the the interim, you're watching how this woman deals with her daughter, and now she starts jumping from universe to universe to try to fight her daughter, Mm
2: -hmm. because
1: now her daughter's coming to kill her, to here.
2: And at this point, you're thinking, oh, it's your classic good versus evil sort of film. Yes. Um, the daughter is the supervillain. She's stronger than this, the heroine. Then the heroine has to, you know, find herself and build up the confidence to fight the supervillain.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so
2: that's what you're thinking, you know, do a good part of this movie. And one of my favorite parts of the movie is the mother, Evelyn, is trying to become stronger, and she's jumping from universe to universe, and she's fighting, and she confronts the daughter, and the mother dies. Evelyn's dead, she's on the ground, blood comes from her, and credits pop up. Yeah, It's like an hour into the movie, and you're like, well, that, that can't be over. Like, <laughs> it, can't, it, it can't end like this. But, then it zooms out, and you're seeing a different universe where Evelyn is a movie star watching a premiere of her movie, right? Which is the uh, the Earth universe, like it's it's like it nuts. Gets very, yeah, like the Earth moved the whatever universe she is a, a, super star, a movie star in is watching the Earth's Evelyn and it's become a movie. So she dies. The credits come up because that movie is over, but your <laughs> movie is still going, still going, right? And
1: what, what a feat of playing with your expectations, what a feat of playing with your, with what you understand and what you know, right? To be like, what, what, what? And you kind of get smacked every like 10 minutes with something that you, you, don't expect. Makes you <laughs> like what just happened, but not just what just happened. It's just more like, I can't believe that happened. Like you always have an expression of what? Okay. Oh, shit. Whoa. Wow. All right. Okay. Whoa. You know, what? It's just that's that's where my expressions to the whole movie.
2: <laughs> it <I> was. <laughs> and as the movie builds, these scenes become more and more and quicker and quicker. Yeah. Like as they develop these characters and you're learning more, you're like, Oh, okay, now I get it. All mm-hmm, right, twenty mm-hmm. minutes later, night and by the last like forty five minutes of the movie, it's like every five minutes. You're like, What? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> what? But I think what the biggest trick that this movie pulls and the one thing that makes it the most interesting about all of it is that at the end of the day, all of this seems to not be real. It seems to be her imagination as far as what she wanted becoming realities that she lived through. But you can't quite say that because it seems like, no, this really happened. These people Mm -hmm. really did jump around and all of these things happen. And, um, the, the most important part of any piece of media is that it makes you feel something. Mm -hmm. It either makes you discover something about yourself or evaluate something about yourself. And, you know, as this movie keeps happening, I don't know if you had this, but I kept thinking about, man, she goes through all these iterations of herself, the paths not taken, and those paths become new realities, where she's a movie star, where she stayed in Hong Kong instead of coming to America, where she never married this guy, where she is married to this guy, but she divorces him instead of staying with him, where she is... Has sausage fingers, which was the weird one. But that was real weird. But she's, <laughs> and she's a married lesbian. married to
2: Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. Right,
1: and and so like there are all these things in it that feel like fuck. This is really a lot of introspective thinking, exactly displayed into these different things. Where you talk about your, where, where it talks about like everybody's potential is only as short as you make it.
2: And I think. Us being the age we are is the perfect age for this movie. Yeah. Because by the time you're 40 ish, you've lived a life where you can kind of relate to all these things. What if I didn't marry my wife? What if I right. went away to school? What if, you know, I did all these other things in my life? Right. Uh, what path would you be on today? So this movie really punches you in the face with it like it, it just shows you like looking in the mirror like this is what your life would have been if you did this this is what your life right. would have been if you did that and it's very
1: personal to everybody but it's the idea of like that, those paths not taken also come with their chargers they come with their problems they come with the and it's not it's not so preachy i think we're making it sound more preachy than it is
2: oh yeah it's definitely not preachy
1: because it's not but it certainly does hit you in the way of like fuck <laughs>
2: It, it it's it makes you it's a deep thinker it, it it's it puts those thoughts in your mind and then while all this is happening she is examining her life she's fighting this supervillain all of a sudden and I don't even know when it happened or how it happened but it's no longer that movie no like an hour and a half into the movie you're watching something like what because <laughs> now it's about family love and relationship between a mother and a daughter and a relationship between a husband and a wife and a relationship between a father and a daughter and a grandfather and a granddaughter and everything in between everything in between and you're like what 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 happened <laughs>
1: and he gets so fucking emotional and he's presented in the same light but then it's because you've changed with the the movie has changed your emotional intake of the movie the movie stays the same. The movie stays the same, but it it's doesn't. your intake. It's your intake that has changed because you're like, "What is? What is this?" The moment you realize it's the daughter, how the daughter became how she is, why the daughter is hunting her, and the idea that the daughter is like, "I put everything on this bagel," is all of all of my regrets, all of my anger, all of my happiness. None of it matters. I put it in this everything bagel. Which I think is one of the
2: funniest lines, like right? in the whole movie. She's like. <laughs> I had this misery, unhappiness, and blah blah. So I put, I made an everything bagel. And it's just the way she cop like the way she delivers the lines. It's, it's perfect. It's, it's perfect. perfect. <laughs>
1: and you start understanding. I suppose everybody starts understanding at some point that the point of the movie is how you could, as a parent, or as a child absorb and pass negativity rather than the positive things that you care about. It's so fucking strong, dude. Like the idea of the bagel, which is very funny indeed, but Mm -hmm. it's just this idea of like, look, you've made me miserable, so I made this bagel. But now I want you to eat the bagel too.
2: Yeah. It's like making a visual representation of everything about life that you dislike
1: yeah and also how it affects a person because her daughter being gay and having a girlfriend and the mother being okay with it but then saying things like you know i'm okay with it like i love i love your girlfriend and and you know you you're too fat like all of those things that she says to her are things that that are so insane because all of our parents tell us shit like that Constantly Mm -hmm. Constantly
2: Trying to it's, It's the It's a constant battle To try to emotionally connect With another human being
1: But by the way that you do it By the way your parents taught you that might not work, mm-hmm. and the fact that we never stop repeating the mistake, so we all creating everything bagel for somebody else,
0: mm-hmm.
1: only because we're unable to, unable to remold, unable to re re evaluate, and because we have our own fucking bagel and we carry it with us everywhere we go, everywhere. and that shit, and, and that shit really does filter into everything we do, you know.
2: Everything, and it also shows that it's not. As black and white as good versus evil. It's not. Like, everyone has their own shit. And just because I don't like the shit you're doing doesn't make you an evil person. It's just you're going through a whole bunch of shit, and you're dealing with it the best way you know how to deal with it. Right. Because near the end of the movie, the daughter's like, I'm not trying to fight you. Like, I don't know why... Like, this is not a battle scene. I feel all these things. You feel all these things. And I just want us to be together feeling these things. She, right. wanted, she wanted someone to relate to. Right. Um, and that's all she wanted, was to find someone who's like her to be with her.
1: Right. And... I I think that one of the most important things that the movie does very smartly, and you kind of figure about halfway through the movie when you start understanding what the movie is actually about, is the idea that that daughter that's killing every universe represents the soul of or or the, the love of her daughter becoming destructive because she keeps pushing her in a certain way. And it's that thing where, like... As kids, we kind of, like, don't like shit our parents do, but then we stop talking to our parents about certain things because you don't want to deal, and you Uh make that separation where you're like, look, I live over here, you live over there, and it's cool, you're still going to be my mom, you're still going to be my dad, and I'll show up, and we'll have dinner on Thanksgiving, and then I'm fucking out of here because you're not a person I can connect with, like you said, and relate to because all you have for me is expectations, And all I have for you is what I think are failures of those expectations, you know?
2: Yeah, I get that. I also think it's your classic rebellion story that that goes full circle is you're a kid, so you love your parents. And then you're trying to find out who you are as a person. Right. So you rebel against your parents. You're like, thank you for everything you showed me, but I need to be my own person. Mm -hmm. It's why the mother leaves her family to go with the man she marries even though it's against her father's wishes she's like no you need to stay here she's like fuck you dad i'm out right she goes and then at some point in life you come back you're like now i'm older i found out who i want to be dad i want you back in my life
1: i get it i come understand what it. you were trying to do right
2: and, and- it's the same thing is the daughter's not rebelling she has a girlfriend. She's like, I don't care about your values, mom. These are my values. I'm going to live my life. Right. And they're trying to come full circle once again to that point where you let them back into your life.
1: But, but don't you think that that what the evil daughter represents, the, the, the one that's evil, represents is the extreme of you pushing too hard one way and how much that would that would really have an impact on a person? Like, I think that daughter represents what she was pushing her to be rather than what she actually could be.
2: Yeah, you push enough where you start to build resentment. And I think this is an extreme example of that resentment is just accept me for who I am. Right. pretend I'm somebody else. Don't act like you know me when we're just us, but when we see other people... You portray me as someone different. It's right, like, no, right. this this is who I am. This is who I want the world to see me as. And this right. is who I want you to show the world who I am. Right, right, right. Um, and you can only be pushed, I guess, so far until you're like, you know what, Mom? You just don't get it. I'm out.
1: I'm out. Right. Fuck like, you. Until you, out
2: could, t- until you can actually see me. I, I don't want to be here. But,
1: and I think that a lot of parents fail at that, right? Like, and the older we all get, the harder that gets.
2: Like, it is. And you fail at that. And I don't think it's at fault to the parents.
1: No, 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 no.
2: I think you see your kids as something, especially when they're little. And it's hard to imagine them not being that little kid anymore. <laughs> That's true. Like when my like my daughters are starting to grow up and my oldest is starting to become her own person, but it's 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 hard not to see them as that child and that person you're supposed to take care of, and that person you're supposed to give direction to and that person where you think this is the best path for you to be the most successful in life. Right. And you may see something different, and I most likely are probably wrong because I'm not you. I can't tell you what's the best way for you to be happy, right, but I'm always as a parent, always trying to give you what I feel or what the parent feels is the best direction
1: right and that's and I think that's what that is about, but I mean, you know, and it's it's about the relationship, there's also a lot of cultural differences here because yeah. these people are chinese and they have their own culture which i don't fully understand but you can kind of see some glimpses of in the way that they represent the dad saying if you leave you're not my daughter you'll never be my daughter again kind of mm-hmm. thing like something like i don't think you will ever say that to your daughter if she married a dominican guy and moved to dominican republic May- well His maybe dominican was- is a bad is a bad example <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like if yes, you moved- exactly Like, to friends, like, you wouldn't be like, you know, no daughter of mine. But I think in in that culture and in that family, that was something very strong about structure. Exactly. And and I think in Asian... Yeah. sorry, It was like
2: a sign of disrespect. Like, you're disrespecting your father. Like, you should listen to your father. I'm giving you instructions. And then I feel the mother, when she doesn't tell her father George is gay... I think it's more of a protection of her daughter.
1: 100%.
2: Like, I don't want your grandfather to be mad at you. I'm trying to protect you to save that relationship.
1: Right. And it's very funny because, of course, and we're jumping all over the movie as we usually do in this podcast. But, of course, at some point, of course she tells the father, because, look, let's not skip that far ahead. These fights continue to go on, and eventually... And eventually the mom realizes this is not, I'm fighting you and we both want the same thing. Exactly. I'm fighting you and it doesn't need to be a fight. I don't need to fucking go against you on everything you do. I don't need to keep trying to straighten you out when you're on the straight and narrow.
2: And that's not just with the daughter. It's
1: It's with with everyone. It's with the husband. It's, It's her own realization about letting go and being more fluid and i think that that's very important because i mean and you know this is a woman obviously already in her 50s on a on a dying marriage on a business that's already going down the worst way and with a father that still doesn't accept her for who she is 30 years after she fucking left china and married this dude or 40 Uh years after whatever it is and It's so incredible, the message of it, the message of the letting go and realizing, oh my goodness. But they focus it on the daughter because like you said, and I think this this is the most important part of the movie because it is all about her life. But when you're a parent, your focus is not about you anymore. It's Mm -hmm. really about making the best decisions even that you make on your own life to make sure that your kids have the best options. And I think that that's why the focus was so much on the daughter because she's then saying, "I don't need to fight you. I don't need to fight any of these people. Mm-hmm. I just need to do what I do best and what I should do best, which is give love and give hope.
2: And give, the, and just, just accept me. Just, this is who I am. Just accept it. Yeah. Um, because that's what it is. It's they're. I mean, they take it to extremes. Actually, actually, they're actually physically fighting. But." Yeah. It's what all I feel parents do with teenagers is you're not, you know, in some world learning kung fu to try to fight your daughter. <laughs> but you're in constant arguments and battles and power 100%. struggles of
1: 100%. what
2: you can do and what you can't do and how far you can push it and protecting her but not closing her off to the world and you know, it's a it's a fine line to try to battle like how much do I let you do but I don't want you to ruin your life forever so once I start seeing you fucking up too much I need to step in and pull you back um and finding that that point is something you'll never know because you can't tell the future you don't know how far something's gonna bad happen so I think that's that's a lot of it is the mother daughter relationship struggling to figure out how much to give and how much to take on both sides.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, look, uh, the the most beautiful part of this movie is after the. there is an understanding from herself, from the mom herself, to uh, when she understands, oh my goodness, I am still fighting a battle with my father from 30 years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm still fighting for my daughter not to be herself but who I want her to be. I'm still fighting with my husband not to accept him for who he is either
0: mm-hmm.
1: but what I'm expecting a husband to be as well all of these expectations are bringing down everything in my life and I need to readjust It's such a beautiful scene there's a there is a a universe with there are rocks they're just two giant rocks, two on, giant rocks. A pop- on the on the On a hill full of fucking, it's a universe where you're a rock, and it's the most, the most, the most beautiful conversation happens there, right? Like they have this very intimate, very happy. It's the only time you see them laugh together, I believe. Yeah, and they make jokes and stuff like that, and it's very fun, and it's super adorable. It's very, very heartfelt. And at some point, the mom says to the daughter, "Like, what do we do here?" And, And the daughter goes this is what we do here. We're rocks. We're stand here and we're just rocks. And she's like, mm, no, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a kiss. And she, the rock starts pushing towards the other rock and the, and the daughter rock is like, you can't do that. That's not what this is. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm doing this thing because I love you. And it's, it's a, it's so bittersweet and it's so heartbreaking. The twist when the movie comes to the place where the mother realizes I'm accepting, but we both have to accept. You also have to accept that I'm your mother, and there's certain things that I need from you. It's very, mm-hmm. it's kind of a little bit heartbreaking because in in the real world, the daughter is like, look, I'm leaving. I don't want to fucking come back. You fucking do you, I'll see you Christmas or whatever, and that's it. And that's what most families do nowadays you barely see your parents and he's like, Hey man, I'll call you one day and I'll see you at Christmas. I'll see Mm -hmm. you at Thanksgiving. And the mom says, well, you need to understand that I also need. And I felt that as a, as a son, I felt that as a surrogate father to my nephew who lived with me, you know, like I felt both sides of that. It hit me very hard. The idea of it's not just because that's what this whole movie ultimately is about. Focus. When you're focused on just what you want for yourself, what you want other people to do, what you expect of other people, what you, 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 and when you broaden that to everyone and you kind of let go and kind of open broad, you can also say, all right, listen, I understand what you want, but I also need this. So let's find this middle place, this middle ground has to be has to work for both of us. And
2: And I think it's about a lot of things. It's about... Accepted. It's about giving up control. Mm -hmm. Like near the end, um, the mother, she's in the laundromat and she starts freaking out. She can't handle it anymore. Uh, Everything, all her words are collapsing. And she takes a bath. She starts bashing windows. She's going to get arrested. She's losing her house, laundromat. The whole world ends. And she's in cuffs and there's nothing she can do. And then the husband starts talking to Jamie Lee who represents the bank, and even though she is thinking he's screwing it up more, shut up, you're screwing it up, he actually fixes the whole situation. He talks to the bank, the bank understands, they uncuff her, they leave, they give him more notice, um, and she's sitting there looking at him, and she starts to, I think, appreciate His way, and then when the final battle scene happens, and instead of hitting everyone with violence, she's hitting everyone with kindness and finding out what they really want and their dreams and what makes them happy, and distracting them with that instead of beating them up and throwing them over the stairs. Right, is the I think the the one you don't have to fight the world. And two, you don't have to do everything. Like, you can let the people who love you around you love you and take care of you when you need it.
1: Absolutely.
2: And I think you, the visualization of the googly eyes, I think, is great throughout the movie. Yeah. So yeah. at the beginning of the movie, the daughter puts these googly eyes on just random things to, to be funny because she's a kid. And the mother gets pissed about it and shows ripping them down younger at the daughter and then, when, like, when you brought up the rock scene, um, she turns around and all of a sudden the rock has two big googly eyes on it. Right. And I think that's the first scene where she's like, I understand now. I accept you for who you are. I'm, I'm saying it's okay, you know. Right. And then she starts to, to...
1: But wait, hold on. Wasn't it the husband that put the googly eyes on everything?
2: I don't know who it's the daughter. Who put the no, door there, I think
1: doesn't. it's the husband.
2: Because that's when she comes rocks, she turns around, she has the googly eyes. But, on.
1: but I think and that's I think what is important about it is because it's the husband that does the googly eyes and she hates it. But I think that part is important just for what you're saying, but also because it's true, but it's also because she even accepts the husband. She's accepting her life for what it is. It's not just the daughter. Just for, it's I, all of it.
2: And I think she's learning Kindness over violence. Forceful, over force, forceful
1: yeah. pushing of some ideals and stuff like that.
2: That you can get further with kindness and being nice to people than sitting there yelling at people or demanding things. or But, telling and, people you like know, that. but
1: and people is very general because this is, I think, more intimate than that. I think this is about you with the people that surround you in your immediate life and the importance of how kindness can help you out, work out all of your problems.
2: Kind of. I think it's both. I think it's very specific and I think it's a general feeling. For sure, for sure. And yeah. I think this movie's very deep. I think it's a lot more than one message. I think it's giving you 100%. a thousand messages. Uh, and this is just one of many. And how they they fit everything in and All at once. All at once. <laughs> like it's perfect like it's 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 truly that. It's it's all of life. Encompass into one two-hour movie. Yeah. Um, and it, and you don't. It's not choppy. It's it's like it's all just like you're watching, and all of a sudden, it's it's something different, and you have no idea how you got there.
1: Yeah, and it's so great because I think that that it's really a ride that you're alone for, and it's so good at at how they the the directors are able to drive you into. Into those feelings in that way, like you said, without you noticing, it is yeah, so it, good. It is it's so. It's like
2: good. they they force it on you, without you knowing they're forcing it on you. Right, right. Like you have to feel like there's no way. There's no you're way not you going don't. to feel like you if you're paying attention. It's gonna hit you, and there's no way around it.
1: Yeah, man. Um, by the way, uh, big shout out to Dan Kwan and Daniel Sheert. I don't know how to say his last name. Scheinert, uh, the directors who uh, uh, did this movie, they did an amazing job. Uh, And uh, Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, I'm hoping I'm saying that right, also wrote the movie. So this is their baby, and it's really fucking good. It really is a good thesis, and the Russo brothers pr- produced it and put put it out there, you know, of uh, Avengers fame. Okay. And they 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 put in the money, they made the movie, they they put up the studio. Um, whichever way that goes, they're the guys that made the movie possible. Um,
2: and there's a couple of, like Famous cameos Like we said Jamie Curtis is in the movie Yeah uh, Jenny Slate's in the movie Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, I just didn't know Randy Newman um, There's a part Like is there's Some of the things Like we didn't really talk about The silly things about the movie Because there are lots of little silly things Yes
1: There's some silly stuff about yeah, yeah. the
2: movie And there's one universe Where it's like Ratatouille But it's raccoons <laughs> Instead of rats <laughs> Yes and she works in a, like a hibachi restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the hibachi chefs is fantastic. Like he's an amazing chef. And they're always telling him, like you should be more like this guy, but he's got a raccoon under his hat, and the raccoon <laughs> is the ra- <laughs> and the raccoon's like he was Randy Newman singing this, the the raccoon's voice. and, um, and yes.
1: it's very funny because when she's talking about the movie. Cause she's trying to explain to the husband and the daughter. Because these people kind of fly in and out of their own bodies, into other bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Except for her, she's the only one that can stay put and absorb from other bodies.
2: Yeah. So oh, and the every- daughter, her and her daughter.
1: Her and her daughter, right? Like she. The, everybody else has to jump into a body. They take from their bodies in other universes. Um. So when she's talking, explaining to the daughter and the husband, yeah, it's crazy. Like all these people jump in like raccoon cooey and they're like what's raccoon cooey it's like it's that movie with the raccoon that teaches the guy how to be a chef it's like, you mean ratatouille it's like yeah yeah raccoon cooey <laughs> so
2: on this universe it's, it's, it's raccoon it was it was very funny and it's it's like perfectly placed cause like it's serious you're thinking all this crap is happening and all of a sudden a raccoon like telling this guy how to cook uh Out of nowhere, uh, which, like, levels the playing field again. You're like, oh, shit. It brings you back. You're like, this is funny. And now he goes right back to serious again.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And it is such a mom thing to say, right? Like, my mom would say something like that. Like, it's like the movie with the raccoon. It's like, which is the movie with the raccoon. Like, you know, he's a chef. He's like, no, mom, it's a rat. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, listen, I, I... one of the biggest and better things about this is, you know, Hollywood goes through these motions constantly, mm-hmm. right? Because everything is circular in life. So you had the Western for a long time. Then you had the action movies for a long time. Then you had the the uh, independent film for a long time. And then you haven't, I'm talking about decades wise, right? Like for a decade, mm-hmm. it would be this an experimental film for a decade porno for a decade and we were we have been in the superhero decade which is winning out and if this is what's going to come out of the superhero decade a lot of inventive movies that are emotionally banging and and sincerely well done that come out of left field and you kind of get hit in the face with such good Cinematography, but more than it's more than that. It's real good storytelling. The real because good storytelling,
2: and in all aspects like right, verbally, visually. You Absolutely, know, it's the whole the whole nine yards.
1: The whole nine yards, and if this is what we're gonna get out of this superhero era, I am very excited to see what's gonna come next.
2: Yeah, because in essence, it's a parallel universe movie, like. Right, right. It takes it takes from the last Spider Man movie but or
1: Doctor Strange movie, right?
2: Yeah, it takes that kind of concepts but in a whole new arena that you don't but even I, see coming.
1: But I wanna ask you, because this yeah, is something fine. I've been asking myself about this movie, do you think all of that shit really happened or was that just a representation of what was happening with her
2: daughter? Um, it's hard to tell because it could be either. Yeah. Because it starts and ends in the same place. Right. Um, how she got there, was it all internal? Was she all imagining this? Was this just kind of how you take – a small situation and blow it up to this giant thing that doesn't really exist. Um, it could be all that. Right. Um, yeah, you know, just when you take a simple plan, if you don't talk it out, like sometimes you think it's this giant thing, but really it's this tiny misunderstanding. Right. Um, so all those could be metaphors for that. Um, or it all could be what happens. Like it's hard to tell exactly
1: how real or unreal it is
2: yeah because some of the things she does is crazy but they use that she has all these new skills that no one else has to pretty much tell you why she could do these things that no one else can do
1: right and it's always funny to me because i was in watching the movie and you know i guarantee you you rewatch this movie with expectations and you get a completely different movie, right? Maybe. Like, like, because now you're going to, like when you rewatch a movie, you're watching for details and stuff like that and I'm sure you get a completely different movie. But when she is married to Jamie Lee Curtis with the sausage fingers, Mm -hmm. it is to me very awkward and weird with sausage fingers because she really doesn't understand what it really means to be a lesbian. But she can imagine somewhat how that may function.
2: hmm And I think that's why they, like, shoot ketchup and mustard on each other. Right,
1: right. And, and you know, and I think that for her at her age and with her understanding, I think it's very difficult to really grasp it 100%. But she can have some cool. peripheral understanding of it because she's a married woman. She has a daughter, blah, 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 blah.
2: hmm She can understand the emotional connections, but can't understand the physical connections.
1: Exactly. And so I always think that that's why, even if it is only a representation within the universe itself, Mm -hmm. I think that that's what all of that means, like a representation of what that is. Um, Trying
2: to accept her daughter by putting herself in those shoes, but will never have those feelings, so could never truly understand her daughter and
1: i think more simply i think more simply still when you see somebody going through something uh maybe putting yourself in that environment not by choice not that you want to do it to see how they feel but because as human beings we're learned from comparison right Mm -hmm. so like there's a part of you that puts yourself in that kind of universe but she doesn't really quite grasp it so it's a very weird so i mean it worked either way even if it is true or not, that the, the movie fucking works It works.
2: And you get the feeling either way. Right. Uh,
1: Absolutely.
2: You know, it might be even deeper than, than I thought because I wasn't... Going into it, I wasn't expecting it to be this deep. I wasn't expecting... Right. I thought it was more of a superhero type of movie, uh, just like a different take on it. But similar to what, like you said, with the decade has, you know, this very one-dimensional good guys versus bad guys sort of, you know, these shallow pool, if you will, like the three feet of water, like this is as far as we're going. That's the movie. (laughs) Where this is, you know, you're jumping into 20 feet of water and then all of a sudden you're you're like, well, how did I get out of the water? Like what (laughs) the fuck happened?
1: But it's the same, it's the same, pool it's just really the pool. deep end on the yeah. deep end right you just
2: kept going like you didn't know that part of the like i could keep like swimming keep going like <laughs> it doesn't have to end here like i can go even deeper with this shit
1: shit man I, and i mean i'm i'm i don't know i i i hope that we get more movies not exactly like this like i don't want copies of this movie mm mm-hmm. But I want movies that take, like this one, that takes risks.
2: The creativity of it. The outside the box, thinking the, I don't have to be every other movie sort of thing. I can be something different and and be fine with it. yeah.
1: And deliver. And, Um, you know, this makes me... No, no, you go. Oh, I was going to say, this makes me think of somebody like Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith doesn't make great movies anymore, you could say, you could argue... But because he makes just movies for himself and his fans.
0: Mm-hmm. That's,
1: those are the movies that he makes in a circle. But <clears throat> the one thing that you can always say about Kevin Smith, and I think I talked about this the last time we, talked, we did a Kevin Smith movie, is that Kevin Smith is not about conventional filmmaking. He sincerely is about taking risks. He really goes out of a box to tell a story that no one quote unquote in the right mind will tell. Right? But he's really about taking leaps. This is five thousand miles away from Kevin Smith, but the sentiment is the same. The sentiment of taking a leap. When nobody will be well anybody with conventional wisdom would be like, why the fuck will you make a movie where a guy turns into a Warrus? It's because I want to make that movie. And here it is, you know?
2: I, this is my favorite type of thing. I'm not, as we talked on this podcast, a fan of the big mainstream movies, the Marvels, the Star Wars, the Top Guns, like that, that like those type, of, like movie. I like, like the you know, movie did Spontaneous, mm-hmm. that movie where uh, people's heads were blowing up, and mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. those are the type of movies that I enjoy. Something that's out of the norm. Um, it doesn't always work. A lot of times it doesn't work. A lot of times it fails, but just to to see something different, to see a different vision, to see the creativity—that's uh, that's what I prefer. Is the uh, is the outside the box thinking.
1: And I think what I'm hearing in all of what you're saying is Sixto, you were right by saying we should do this movie next. You're welcome, Matt.
2: You were right. I didn't push you on that. I was like, I didn't know about it. Sixto heard about it first. He told me about it. I watched the trailer. The trailer makes it look like a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, I could deal with." Like, I know you love superhero movies. Let's let's, let's give it a watch. And wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> twelve toads,
1: toasts all around, toasts for everybody.
2: <laughs> twelve toes. So I hope you took our advice. And watched it before you kept listening to the podcast. Yeah,
1: because we destroyed this movie in, as far as uh,
2: spoilers. Now, go watch it again.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now
2: you know all these new thoughts. hmm Go watch it again.
1: We made you appreciate the movie more than you already appreciated this movie.
2: We did that for you. We did. And then when you're done watching it again, you turn on Paramount Plus. Oh. And you watch Beavis and Butthead. Do the universe?
1: So that might be the next movie we do because I haven't seen it yet, and it's Beavis and ButtHead.
2: <laughs> and it's fucking awesome.
1: Of course, it's fucking awesome. It's Beavis and ButtHead.
2: <laughs> I watched it, and the only thing I'll say is that it stays true to Beavis and ButtHead. Beautiful. Like it's, it's exactly what you want it to be.
1: Beautiful. It's not Beautiful. a
2: great movie. You're not going to have this mind blowing plot. (laughs) It's exactly what you want it to be.
1: It's fucking Beavis and
2: Butthead. And I was worried because I'm like, they haven't been on in a long time. Like, it's a different world. It's It's a different world. What type of Beavis and Butthead are we going to see? And it's the exact same Beavis (laughs) and Butthead.
1: I mean, I, I saw some guy talking about. He watched all of Beavis and Butthead. He watched all of it. Um, this was a few years back. I found it this year, but he watched it a few years back. And he was saying that the the Beavis and Butthead, even when they came back, like the seasons when they came back in the in the 2010s or so, they never changed. They never grew. They
0: never and grow. That,
1: and that he was a bit afraid of what would happen re-watching it. But that once you understand what BBC and Boyhead, I mean, and then they're 90s kids, very specifically, mm-hmm. like they're 90s pointless kids. That's why you get BBC and Boehead. That's why you get movies like Clerks. That's why you mm-hmm. get a Kevin Smith. Because then uh, Generation X was very pointless. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know where to go. We didn't want to work nine to five. But we also didn't want to be broke. And unlike today, where most kids are like, Mom, give me a, a fucking, give me some money we actually didn't have that choice we were like well we got to work because that's what society taught us kind of thing Mm -hmm. but a lot of us have like very pointless kind of aim and uh i'm glad that they stay true to their their heart i that might be the next movie Mm what i saw top Top gun maverick and i'm not going to say nothing about that but it should be a movie we probably should discuss we should probably discuss both of them as one movie
2: yeah, kind of is. I probably have to watch them. That's what uh, Andy Savage was telling me. I should probably watch them. Yeah. Um, two things, real quick before we go. In a movie. <laughs> two things in a movie. <laughs> One, you're right. Like, kids today will have all these causes, like the Me Too, and pride, and kindness, and everyone being. 90s kids didn't have any movements. They didn't want they didn't care about anything. Didn't really we didn't do give anything. a
1: shit. We, you know what I gave a shit about? We gave so little of a shit.
2: Of everything. We didn't care what was going We didn't watch what was going on. <laughs> we didn't give a shit. We were in our little bubble, and that's the only thing that mattered.
1: <laughs> and I, if anything was wrong, somebody else knew because we didn't watch news. You know yeah, what I was watching? BB's and butthead.
2: We didn't want to watch the We didn't give a shit who the president was and following all these political Well, we didn't give two shits. That's like, why the shit it is like it is today, because we didn't like, give a shit. Me and my seven friends, that's it. That's all we care about. That's it. That's all we're gonna do. <laughs> and two, I just learned this. Beavis and Butthead are a big part of why White Zombie and Rob Zombie are famous. Because they couldn't get any airplay on the radio or on television, but Beavis and Butthead put their video Thunder Kiss 65 on their show oh. multiple times and they kept playing it and playing it and then people started asking for it and MTV started playing it and then it grew to huh. what it is now. But Beavis and Butthead are the people who made White Zombie.
1: I gotta tell you a lot of my music taste of the time came directly from Beavis and Butthead because I didn't really watch MTV that much. Even though it was, I watch MTV for Beavis and Butthead, I would, wasn't watching regular programming. Like, I wasn't watching TRL. Mm-hmm. I was watching Beavis and Butthead and seeing what they liked and what they said it sucked. And if something they said sucked, that was it for me. Stamp Listen. stamp of disapproval. They were always right. They were always right. <laughs>
2: they were always right. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, all right, it sucks. <laughs> there he it is. They said it.
1: <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for joining us.
2: No, thanking them for stopping by. Thank you for stopping by. San Diego. <laughs> like it's not even funny anymore, but it's I, not. I, but it, you won't stop. I don't think it ever was funny. <laughs> maybe maybe after after seventy we can retire it. Maybe. Um, maybe. we'll see what happens for seventy one. We'll
1: see what happens if for seventy one if I come in with the full blast. Thank you for stopping by.
2: And then we it, also tell us about how beautiful a day of the neighborhood is. Because it is. It's summertime. It's
1: summertime and it's beautiful. Fourth of outside. July
2: weekend. Enjoy your fourth. Your what? Your fourth.
1: <laughs> yes, fourth.
2: What what do you call it? Fourth? Yeah, that's what I said, the fourth. <laughs> you say fourth.
1: That, Listen, that Long Island accent is out of control.
2: Even my fucking piece of shit kids <laughs> make fun of me for talking the way I talk.
1: That, that Long Island accent is out of control, bro. You got to bring it down a little I'm bit. I'm the only one
2: who's got it. My kids are like, Daddy, say corn. And all this bullshit. Like I'm a fucking clown to
0: them. Uh, that story
1: never gets old Oh. Uh, uh, anyways your kids are awesome thank you for stopping by we'll see you next time you're going to have to see what the title of the podcast is to see what movie we're talking about
2: yeah go watch *Beast the Butthead go watch Top Gun yeah, yeah. Uh, if something else cool comes out and you see uh, probably watch that because it could be any of those
1: it could be anything it could be a movie or- from 1923 as far as you know it could be something really cool I don't even know about yet <laughs> right so, uh, see you next time. Cue them by
0: two friends and movie, two friends and a movie, two friends. And- friends in the movie Do friends in the movie